The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Um, good old Davy Crockett. Yes, famed for losing his life at the Animal, didn't he? In 1836. That's right, along with Jim Bowie and actually a bunch of Irish people as well, judging by the fact that just inside the Alamo there is an Irish flag and a plaque to all those brave men, because they were men, uh, from Ireland who lost their life at the Alamo. Incredible. Okay, so we are going to talk about the Alamo in just a moment, but that's not San Antonio. the focus. Okay, San Antonio, Texas. So San Antonio is, to my mind, having visited four Texan cities... So San Antonio, Austin, Dallas and Houston is to me the most, by far the most attractive of Texas, Texas's really? cities. So it would not be up on my list of places to go and not because I have a problem with San Antonio. I just wouldn't think of no, it. No, and, and neither would I. I, w- I went over to a travel conference last week and um, the thing about San Antonio, what makes it beautiful is that it's old. So it's 300 plus years old. So it's got a historic centre. Whereas, say, for example, Dallas and Houston are much newer cities built on the oil boom. And so, as a result, the downtown of Dallas or Houston are very, they're very businessy and it's all skyscrapers. Yes. And there's no life on the street. And all of their life happens in the suburbs. So, so in, the, in the townlands that surround the centre. And so, as a result, it feels very atomized and fractured. And so, it's not that European centre, which we're so yeah. used to. So, where San Antonio has that. And at the heart of it is this is Riverwalk, which is these canal system that runs like well, it's eight miles now, but that the city is kind of built on this kind of you descend onto the river, and it's really quite beautiful. And so pre- geographically, place me where are we? So in you're Texas? talking south. So it's an hour from Austin. Okay, closer. To, so it's southeast Texas, kind of close. It's it's a couple of hours from the Mexican border, so it's quite south Texas. And as a result, it's and and the Alamo obviously looms large in this story. Mm. But it's essentially Mexican, you know. It's Texas, but it's Mexico. Tex-Mex. It's and and yeah. And so the so what you have is this like great mix of two distinct cultures. You've got America and Texas and and all of that, but with like an unbelievably strong Mexican influence, both in the food, the architecture, the people, and as a result, it just it's. Uh, like you, it's not a city I would have thought about visiting previously, mm. but having been there, I was like, wow, this is much, much nicer than I thought it was. So what's be. the history of it? Like long before the Alamo? It, it was um, like built by the, uh, what do you call them? The, the the missions. It was part oh, of the yeah, mission. Okay. So the, the, the Catholic So there was just a church, a mission, a church. Uh, and the town and grew town up around. Up around and it. so there are five missions. There's the mission trail, which is so, and, and, there are, and the Alamo is one of these missions. And and that's so the Alamo. You think like me? I would have thought the Alamo was a fort. Yeah, it wasn't. It was. It was a. It was a. It was a monastery. Oh, I know that's wrong. It was a fort. I know, or a convent, or whatever, <laughs> a monastery. But but it 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 was fortified. And so and so briefly, the story is 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 that the um it was part of Mexico, and the Americans colonialists decided, no, we're going to take this over. And so they did. And then General Santa Ana and the Mexican army decided, eh, not so fast, guys. And in 1836, they besieged the the the, the fortified monastery and uh, killed everybody in it. So I think I think there was 200 people defending it, including Davy Crockett, Jim Bowie, and some Irish people. And, um, and but then, of course, it, as history is wont to do, uh, 12 years later in the Mexican War, the US won and that was it and then uh, became part of 
fully part of Texas. And yeah, that's interesting. Now, I, 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 I always thought in popular consciousness, I imagined Davy Crockett in a fort, in a kind of a, a it, frontier fort. It, wa- it was. so, so it's Wild like, Mexicans. But the Alamo itself is a church. Battering down the great gates. It, but it's a church. And then there was like the outbuildings that surrounded the church. And so because the monks would have built these missions, they would have fortified the missions against Native American intrusion, etc. So they mm. would have had walls, etc. But it's the outbuildings that surround the actual church that were the that were the thing under attack, and then because because of that history and because of the infusion of of Mexican uh, of of Mexico and Mexicans as well. I mean, is there still a kind of a Catholic culture? Do you know what? That's a very good question, and not one that I'd particularly paid attention to. Um, I'm going to go maybe. But, you know, like, I mean, Texas is largely Presbyterian, isn't it? But like, yeah, maybe. I don't know. It's, it's not some religion. I mean, unless, unless you know, this is the military, the military of a strong presence in San Antonio. There are three army or military bases. So okay. like one in eight people are connected to the military. So it's got this weird. So on the one hand, it's got this slightly liberal attachment, much like Austin. Austin is kind of the red city in a blue state. Um, and... Uh, and San Antonio is a touch of that, but also the military, which would be inherently Republican and mm. conservative. And so you've got this mix of two. Um, so I don't know. Would it be largely Catholic? Maybe. I don't know. All right. Um, mm. So you mentioned this river walk. Yeah. Tell me so, more about that. So, OK, so it's eight miles extended to 15 miles. So it's, it's, it's an essential part of the San Antonio experience. It's like, so basically it's a network of canals and pedestrian walkways. So you come down off street level to walk alongside the canals and it's lined with restaurants bars cafes hotel restaurants so a lot of the a lot of the hotels in town kind of one side of them touch on riverwalk and so it's a beautiful thing to do is to sit of an afternoon or an evening and just have a drink or a bite to eat on the canal or you can you can you can take boats up the canal and do tours um it's it, in the summertime and I so I was there last week so it's, it's starting to get busy it gets really, really crowded. and uh, But the further out of downtown, and the, as I said, they've extended it, so it's now 15 miles long. The further away from downtown, the more peaceful and, and nicer it is. I yeah. did a big, long walk. Um, yeah, so like there's, there's the mission reach expansion and then the museum reach expansion. So you can walk to visit these five missions that are part of it. You can also visit the museums. Um, the other thing to really look at is, so there's the Pearl District. So there's an old brewery in San Antonio called the Pearl brewery yeah. that has been given this massive development and the area surrounding it has been overdeveloped as well just north of downtown it's got lovely shops and restaurants uh, it's got this it's old school kind of hotel like a cowboy hotel called Hotel Emma that's now turned into one of the loveliest like it's $350 a night type place yeah. to stay um, and it's really really nice but it got in the evening time they got food trucks because I'll talk about it momentarily but like San Antonio is an unbelievably good city to eat out in okay oh the food is unbelievably good um, other highlights that I and I was there for five nights yeah and I spent Any museums Briscoe Western Art Museum now like I have to confess, I had a free pass as part of this travel conference to visit all the museums that I wanted. I don't know that I would have visited the Briscoe Western Art Museum yeah. if I was there. <laughs> I says, and I'm really glad I did. Okay. Okay. So just like everything, it's it's pretty small, but it's all about cowboys and and uh, Hispanic settlers and Native Americans. But it's got it's got like. Um, 
Pancho Villa's saddle. You know, oh, no way. Pancho Villa, the bandit, the Mexican bandit, El Bandido yeah. Mexicano. And yeah, and it's just stuff like that. And it's got a lot of the old cowboy. It's, it's, it's just great. And you're coming from Ireland and... I've been watching Yellowstone and, you know, and I've watched a billion cowboy movies and all of a sudden you're like, all right. Is Yellowstone any good? Yeah, it's a bit of a soap opera. I thought the first couple of seasons were very good. It gets very soap opera Okay, no I succession. I like the spin-offs. Yeah, Succession is grand. Ah, oh, come on. Anyway, listen, we're going to get lost in the um, rabbit hole there of Succession. So, the McNay Art Museum, this is another museum that's really, and this is about five miles north of downtown. I, I was one of those, I took a, one of those scooter yokes. The uh, e-scooters? Yes. W- with little seats that you could no, sit on? No, Oh, I don't know. If you're a man of your years, they should, I know, be, off- they should be offering true. you. Did the man say, uh, sorry, sir, would <laughs> you like one with a seat? No, it's got like Uber. It's got one of those where you just tag on, you just press the thing. Yes. And just, so you can just pick and ride. Anyway, so I went up to the McNay Art Museum and this is a brilliant museum. And it's in the unlikeliest of places, you think. So what you have is like Picasso's and Van Gogh's and works by Matisse and Cezanne and Rodin and all all gathered in this old kind of mansion that belonged to this woman called Marion Coogler McNay. And she's a, she was a big art collector, so she's got... And, and it's like, in the weirdest place, you think in like suburban San Antonio, you've got like these unbelievable masterpieces of, of modern European yeah. art. Um, I thought it was brilliant. Uh, I mentioned the missions, the Mission San Jose, besides the Alamo, which is absolutely worth going to visit. Oh, here's a little tidbit for you about the Alamo, right? So there's the Alamo Plaza. So you can go into the church, which is free. Yeah. And you can and you can sit and pretend. It says, but Phil Collins, okay? Phil Collins is such an aficionado of everything to do with the Alamo that he has the world's largest private collection of Al- Alamo memorabilia and he has donated a chunk of it to a new on-site museum which is going to open in 2026. Such a random thing yes, to it be is. into. Phil Isn't Collins. It? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Thank you to Phil Collins. Thank you, Phil Collins. So, um, so you, you mentioned then the Mission San Jose. So Mission San Jose. So there are there are, there are five missions. Like yeah. All over the southwest of the United States, you see them in California. You see them in New Mexico. It's 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 similar to. It, it's not dissimilar. It's it's their equivalent of Clonmacnoise or Glendalough. Okay. Other than they weren't, you know, they weren't built in the ninth century. They were all built in the yeah. in the eighteenth century you know so the 1700s and they were the establishing missions of catholic missionaries really bringing catholicism to this unruly land that was just native americans Mm. like you know so it has that kind of you know that colonial nastiness to it and when you actually see this when you read the stories of how some of the missions behaved in relation to the local populations it would like yeah. absolutely it's scabrous like but you, you mentioned the mission trail so there, there's a kind of a tour around yeah, these there, missions there, is there's, there? yeah so basically is that there's an entire tour that you can take so you can go visit them all but like I would go the two that I would visit if you're not interested in seeing because after you've seen one mission you've kind of seen them all but like so the mission San Jose is really beautiful it's the Alamo is historic and famous so you definitely want to see that but Mission has San Jose which isn't that far from downtown um, and it's yeah it's it's. I thought this was it's a re- and, and you get a real sense of what life was like in the 18th to 19th centuries when these missions were active um, one of the nice things about San Antonio is lots of green space so Brackenridge Park is really beautiful it's got like there's a miniature train for kids. There's an old fashioned carousel. Yeah. Um, what, what time of the year though is best to go? Uh, well, it gets pretty hot now and pretty busy. I would say February 
one of the things is the San Antonio, and obviously I was there in May, so I, I didn't go to this, but everybody told me when I was there, man, you got to come here in February when the San Antonio Stock Show and Rodeo is in town. Oh, yeah. Like, have you ever been to a rodeo? No. It's actually pretty amazing. Yeah. Rodeo's great for I, I've been to Calgary, but again, I wasn't there. The, the I, biggest I, rodeo in the world. Is in Calgary. So, and, yeah. and, and it, it is, all year it is huge. I mean, it is, yeah. it is kind of ubiquitous everywhere. The fact that this is the home of the biggest rodeo in the world, but I wasn't there during it. And so I went to rodeo. I went to one in, just outside Scottsdale in Arizona and it was unbelievable to watch. Like yeah. the skill of the cowboys. Like it's absolutely amazing. Like watching books all over the place. Yeah. So anyway, so apparently, but it's not just rodeo. There's there's a huge music scene in San Antonio. And and because Austin is so close and Austin is the home of South by Southwest, mm. which is the big alternative music festival that takes place in that part of the world. So you've got like this, it's amazing. Like even there was a big party, the, the end of, the tr- of this conference in front of the Alamo. And they had like cowboy and Western bands, but then they had like this, techno performer who was like performing the most hardcore techno and it was amazing yeah. and the two contrasting styles it makes you realise is that like geez, they really have something for everybody where to stay where to stay okay so um, it has the highest concentration of historic hotels in Texas oh right yes because it's well so it's old. the oldest city it's yeah. the oldest city but even like low end hotel chains are in reclaimed old buildings so it's not just your like Motel 6s in some ubiquitous built by numbers it's like an old building from the 1800s so there's a bit of character in them even though the rooms might be basic Um, for a four star hotel you expect to pay about $200 a night for a double Okay. Which is actually very reasonable. Yeah, it is. Anything bigger than that, like the fancier places I mentioned, Hotel Emma, you're talking 300, 350 a night. But like hotel, you can get hotel, you can get basic hotel rooms in the middle of the city for like 80 bucks. Uh, one listener says, there's a great book called The Irish Soldiers of Mexico. It's about all the Irish that defected to the other side so they could celebrate their Catholic faith. So they fought with the years. Mexicans. So they yes. fought with Santana. That's very interesting. Yeah, they realised these bloody Presbyterians were never going to give us equality. <laughs> That's actually That's very interesting and when you asked me about like is it is there a strong Catholic ethos there I was like it threw me because it's not something that I would have interrogated much mm. when I was there but it is an interesting question when you look at the history of like Mexico was the defender of the Catholic faith Santa Ana was leading the army to protect well basically Catholic Spain yeah. effectively so food let's talk food. about okay, food okay so I said that so in 2017 San Antonio was designated as a creative UNESCO city of gastronomy it's an unbelievably great city. So there's lots of great restaurants. I could name a bunch of them. So it's great for barbecue. I went to Augie's Alamo City Barbecue, which is amazing. And I went to the Granary. Um, I went to this place called Cured. I, I mean, look, I'm just naming names here. It's a vegetarian and then, place, is it? Yeah. <laughs> well, not as much as Marianne's Pig Stand. All oh, right, okay. <laughs> it's an awful lot of meat. There's an awful lot of, yeah. So, but here's the thing, okay. So uh, San Antonio is where chili, uh, what we know as chili con carne, which yeah. is completely like, it, it, it's, you don't need to add con carne. In, in this part of the world, adding beans to chili is like for saps. It's meat. Oh, really? They, they, they don't put it in kidney beans. They do, but it, it, it's not, they don't care. Oh. It's the meat. The beans are my favourite part of it. Okay, so it's meat, chilies, onions, that's the original. The kidney beans are kind of an add-on, as okay. far as I know. So it was basically, so the, the, the dish was created by Texas cowboys in and around San Antonio in the 1840s. And so 
like what it is this is interesting so it's it's just a redundant term con carne Okay. It's like it, you wouldn't, you would never get it without meat. And like honestly, beef is the most common one. But someone was telling me that like they'll have venison, even armadillo steaks. Wow. Yeah. Honestly, nice. like honestly, I was just like, <laughs> I can't even imagine what that might be like. So you can get, and but weirdly enough, in like I, you know, I ate out every day. So you know, let's say for the sake of argument, half a dozen restaurants over yeah. the course of the five or six days, I didn't see chili on any dish. So it must be like a homemade thing. All oh, right, okay. Or in any menu. And, and you, but you mentioned a food truck earlier. Oh yeah, so so in the Pearl District, there's yeah. lots of food trucks and okay. they do everything, but they do everything from like straight up barbecue, like brisket and ribs, etc., to like vegan cuisine. It's got everything because it, it's a city that's v- very reflective of its population. That population is incredibly diverse. And so as a result, the food is very, very diverse. Like I ate in one Italian restaurant called Battalion and it was like new Italian, but it was really good. Like really, really tasty. And even that is infused, is it with kind of, yeah, like with you, the part of the you, world you find yourself. You've got that kind yourself. of like Tex-Mex or what they call now in San Antonio, Next-Mex. Oh, right. So that's the cuisine. It's like, it's like yes, we have Tex-Mex and that's well established, but now we're kind of building on that. So it's the next iteration of Tex-Mex. How to get there? Um, lots of ways. Now, obviously you can't get there directly. Um, I went with United Airlines. So I went through Washington, D.C. Okay. and then onwards. You know, it's a haul. Like, you know, it's eight hours to DC and then four hours onwards. Coming back is much easier because, you know, the trip from the US to Ireland is like not quite half as short, but it's like five hours or five and a half instead of eight. Um, I mean, Aer Lingus, you can get there from Chicago because Aer Lingus co-chair with Americans. So you can go Aer Lingus to Chicago and then America to San Antonio. You can fly into Austin and then it's an hour transfer. But really, why would you? And don't go into Dallas. Uh, like there's a direct flight from London to Dallas but like the, Dallas is notoriously kind of problematic in terms of delays etc cetera, etc cetera. Okay. so you're much better off flying into a, a, a hub city and then flying directly to San Antonio Alright someone else says Fionda there's a statue of St. Patrick in a church in San Miguel de Allende in Mexico in recognition of those Irish who changed sides to fight there for the go. Mexicans there Listen, you go every day's a school day Fionn Davenport thank you as always the Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.